0: This is a Zero Talent podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Zero Talent podcast. We had some technical difficulties the other day. Uh, We already recorded this podcast once, and we were not able to fully salvage it because of those difficulties that came up. So this is a re-recording. Ethan was there for the original one, But he wasn't able to make this uh, redo session. So at the end of this podcast, we are going to be patching in him talking about a couple of game announcements that he's looking forward to. And it was his turn for the hot take. So we're going to be putting that on the end of this episode. But just wanted to throw that out there. That way it would make sense as to why it started out without him. But then he shows up at the end. But other than that, I have Joe and Ray with me here. Hello. What is up? And before we dive into anything else, um, I would just like to remind you all, this podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can follow our link, audibletrial.com slash zero talent and get a free month trial of their uh, premium service, plus a free credit and an email that reminds you about it. Before your month is up and
1: you get charged. You guys been listening to anything on there? I've still just been listening to um, Impact Winter. I've uh I've been uh, trying to get caught up on Impact Winter. It's like four hours, four and a half hours long. Nice. So I've been trying to grind that out the little bit that I can.
2: What about you, Ray? You, you listen to anything? I completely finished my Norse mythology book by, I always mess up his name, Neil. Neil Gaiman. Gaming, yes. I always mess it up, and I do not want to pronounce that wrong. But yeah, I just finished it up. It made me remember all of the mythology tales and everything that I wanted to remember. It brought it back, and it's a great refresher where I can just listen to it at work. And to follow it up, my next thing I'll be listening to is Impact Winner, because I'm curious about it since Joe recommended it and gave me a little description.
0: I guess since uh, that's what you're going to listen to next, I'm going to just leave it out because I listened to it as well. Off of Joe's recommendation. I enjoyed it. That's, that's all I will say about it. But I guess to try to give some other recommendations. Um, another one of my favorite books uh, is available as an audiobook on here. It's Legend by Mary Lou. Uh, it's about an eight hour listen. Uh, and there's three books in the series. I'm fairly positive. Actually, no. I take that back. There is a fourth one that I just haven't got around to reading
1: yet. Nice. (laughs) I feel like I've noticed that I'm like really into uh, listening to uh, like survival, apocalyptic, kind of like horror ones. I don't know. It's just it adds more like I like suspense, so I actually kind of like enjoy like almost being on like the edge of my seat and like listening to it. I can respect that. The scare factor is fun.
0: The the one that I just recommended this week, Legend. It is technically the category for it is science fiction and fantasy and teen and young adult. And like, I mean, definitely it's it's about, you know, late age teenagers um, in kind of a dystopian uh, setting. But something that I think is really cool about the audiobook for it is the book is told from two perspectives. There is a uh, main male and main female character. And they actually got two different people to read the book from, like, that character's perspective. So, it, it's pretty cool.
1: Oh, I, I really like that. The The one that, the one other one I was listening to that was called Blackout that had the... Oh, I'm so bad at remembering his name. Brett, I know you remember his Rami name. Rami Malik? Yes, Rami Malek. That one had, like... I'm pretty sure it had different voice actors, like, for it because... It has actually a pretty I think a pretty decent cast of voice actors for that uh podcast of it. I like whenever they do that, it gets you like more uh gives more uh, immersion for it rather than just sitting there listening to the same person read like every different person's line.
0: Yeah, it I mean it seems like it's more of like I'm trying to think of the right word, maybe like an audio drama where you're actually like listening to the stories of these characters unfold in each episode. Yes. And I, I definitely like that
1: yeah oh yeah i feel like like, with what i was about to say i feel like it just helps you like easier like easier like follow the story better than like getting confused at like uh, let's say like a male or female is like reading the whole thing so it's like oh i i don't really know who's reading the part like who who's talking right now but whenever a certain voice is talking for that part makes it a lot easier to get immersed into the uh world no i definitely feel the same way but yeah i mean those are definitely some good
0: recommendations don't forget, uh I, well, I forgot to mention this, but you guys don't forget, if you use this link, you actually get two credits if you already have Amazon Prime. So you could probably pick out uh, one of our suggestions and one of your own, or if you just trust us, you know, take two of our suggestions. Ooh, did not know you got two. Nice. Yeah, it's only for people who have Amazon Prime.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it makes sense.
2: Oh, and... uh don't they get a listen to like a certain like selection of books for uh, free for the 30 days, too?
0: Yeah, uh, you get full access to the Audible Plus catalog uh, for that entire month. Um, essentially what that is, you can listen to podcasts, audiobooks, or Audible Originals without having to use credits. Uh, there's like a whole selection of those. I actually think that Impact Winter and the podcast blackout both of joe's suggestions you have available to you with that audible plus so you wouldn't even have to use a credit on either of those
1: oh i knew it worked for blackout but i didn't know it worked like i knew you could listen to blackout for free but i didn't know um impact winter was also
0: yeah i was able to actually get impact winter on my account because i already have audible i was subscribed to it before we even got the sponsorship and whenever I looked, uh, it didn't make me use a credit. I I was just able to listen to it. Oh, nice! I think that's because it's an Audible
1: original. Oh yeah, I mean that makes sense because I was able to listen to it. Also, I didn't even think about that.
0: <laughs> so yeah, um, save save that credit for one of the other suggestions. Yeah, that that's pretty much it for that. What have what have you guys been playing?
1: Well, mine's usually about the same now. I've uh, been grinding out the Apex. Um, Actually just got on a match, tried to play a match Saturday. Was filling it for my shot, but was not filling it with teammates. Teammates were, uh, it was very intriguing. It was, (laughs) I remember I got into a fight, had downed two people, and then I had got downed but dealt damage to the last guy that was up. Turned around while I was down because I was like, okay, yeah, but I still have two teammates up. They got this, dude. Turned around, teammates ran the other way. I, I, I don't know why, and I'm, am still pondering why they had even thought about doing that. But I don't know. They weren't even damaged. That was the thing. Like it wasn't like they like retreated the hill. They just, they just left.
0: <laughs> so you essentially took out two and a half people, and then they
3: just dipped.
1: Yeah, for uh, I don't even know why. Cause I was like, I was like, all right, last dude's one, uh, pretty low, not one shot. I'm used to saying one shot, even though they're not, but
2: the <laughs> like, last dude, you're one of those. Last <laughs> oh God. He's one <laughs> shot. I swear. He still has shields. One shot, bro, man. He must've, he must've healed up
1: quickly. That's crazy.
0: Well, anytime I give a call out like that and they're like, oh, he still had
1: shields. I'm like, man, he must've shield swapped. Yeah. I mean, I, it's fact. So other than Apex, I've just been trying to grind. I want to make it back to diamond so bad. How close are you? Shit. I'm on unlo- I'm in like silver. I haven't put barely any time <laughs> into it. I got like fully reset back to bronze and it's been a grind. This season's very uh it requires a lot of playtime though. You have to place very high to start getting a lot of like KP for like actual like kills. Yeah. Because you used to get a decent amount just throughout the whole game. Like, even, like, you could drop, wipe a squad, and you'd be in the positive, as long as you're in, like, lower brackets like I am in silver. But now I dropped, squad wiped, let's say I get two kills and an assist, I'm still not even positive yet. I have to wait until we get to, like, top ten or top five, and then I start getting, like, more and more positive. But other than that...
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask was... uh... I heard that they reworked the system for that, but it sounds like they definitely did.
1: Oh, big time. Um, From what I've heard, a lot of people are not happy with this one because it just promotes, like... Camping? Like, promotes that, and it promotes, like, just kids that, like, have completely no life and just can go home and just play it all day, have an advantage. Like Joshi? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, <laughs> since, he's, since he's on summer break right now, yeah, but. Yeah, exactly. Other than that, it's like, shit.
3: Because
1: whenever I get off work, I'm not able to sit there and play like Apex for hours upon hours to grind. I can maybe get like a good hour or two session in. That's not even every day, so.
0: Yeah. Just to clarify, in case Joshi listens to this, I am um, aware that he has a life, but I'm still going
1: to call him a no life because he's better than me. Nice. I mean Joshy, Joshy did place Masters last season, which is wild to me, so Motherfucker must be cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that though, I've kind of just been playing, um been doing my daily grinding on uh Raid Shadow Legends. It's actually like Playrium's thirteenth year anniversary, like as a company right now, so they're giving out a lot of like free uh, rewards and stuff and they got a lot of uh got a lot of good deals out. But other than that, uh, been playing some of Nino Cooney still, the mobile version of it that came out. Yeah, it's a nice game to like just have to like grind with. I don't know. I like to play. I like to download like a lot of my mobile games just to like pass time throughout the day, like while I'm at work or something. Just make it easier. Other than that, I think that's it for me. Okay. Uh. Well. well uh, what about you, Rick?
2: I've been playing my usual. I play a couple matches of Rocket League every day still. Getting kind of burnt, which is sad. Uh, playing some Tarkov. The wipe's coming up soon, and I'm getting ready to lose everything. And then like the hoarder aspect of me is now like, why do I have all this? It doesn't matter. Then I have played Stop Relief 5, which is pretty fun. I think that's about everything. I've played this since last podcast. You
1: don't know, play any phone games?
2: I mean, I played Diablo Immortals Tutorial.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> you forgot about getting the level 20 something on it. And I think, of course, I always play my balloons,
1: Always. Always. Yeah, sorry about that. I've been playing also Diablo Immortal since it came out like last week. Been playing that. I've only made it though to like a little bit le- over like level 20. I saw something. I actually saw this um yesterday after we had tried to record the podcast. Someone spent what was it? Someone spent like a hundred and ten thousand dollars. Someone did the math. that was like, if you want to try to max out all of your gear and get all of it to max level and like be like late game, you'd have to sp- like if you wanted to spend your way to get there, it would cost you a hundred and ten thousand dollars. Yeah, I actually saw that article. You did? Okay, okay, yeah, because yeah. I've seen the, like if someone wants to get one five star legendary gym, you have to. To guarantee it, you have to spend, like, over $8,000. That is insane. Or just get lucky. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's terrible. Terrible company. Very sad with what they're doing with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the game had potential, but the fact that it was on mobile, I was always concerned it was going to be pay to win, and it's pretty much confirmed within a week of it being out.
1: Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be to this extent. They've even hard-capped people. Like, I just saw this today. They've hard-capped people to where if you want to try to do, like, late game and, like, go further and, like, complete quests, you're, like, hard stuck at a certain point. Like, you have to be, like, get to this level. Like, my brother is level 50 right now. And for him to do the next quest, he has to be level 56. And so he's, like, I, uh, uh, he, he's like, I guess I'm just going to have to grind because I don't know what else. There's no more quests grind by what like just killing ads or i i guess so i don't i'm i haven't played enough to know all the extra stuff that he can do maybe he has like side quests that he could do but i don't know but he said he's like has to get six whole levels off of it which is wild
0: i don't know how it would be for xp but i know that you can do dungeons
1: repeatedly yeah but to do those i think you have to have crests and to get crests you have to also spend money or log in because i'm pretty sure they give out free ones Uh... or through the battle pass okay
0: well I hadn't got far enough to where you have to use crests. Um, I'm still in like the first area on there. And the dungeon just like randomly opens up and I can just go in. But that, that is the first area. So
1: Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah. The crest add higher multipliers for you to get better gear. That's what it is. Sorry. Yeah.
0: I mean, if, you, if you're just grinding experience, you could probably just do it for free. It just might take you a little bit longer.
1: Maybe. Yeah, it's definitely a huge grind. Anyway, sorry. Brennan, <laughs> it's your turn.
0: Oh, no, um, it's fine. Before I even started listing that, I was just going to ask Ray a question. Um, he said he was playing uh, Sniper Elite 5. And whenever it was originally released, like, what, two weeks ago or something like that? Maybe one week, one or two weeks, one or one or two. Uh, I was kind of curious about making some just like quick one off videos on it. Uh, do, do you think that that would be doable
2: or what would be really funny? in all seriousness, would be like me and you playing it, but not as allies. I spawn into the campaign that you're trying to do as a German sniper and just start fucking with your shit.
0: Okay, so I, I didn't know exactly how that worked, but is that an option? Like, you can just join in and try to try to kill me?
2: Yeah, that that's an option. Or I can join in and help you do it. Okay, that actually sounds like it could make for some pretty funny videos. Be like, you can literally hear me in the Discord, just be like, "Hey Brent, turn around, huh?" Tink. You hate to see it.
0: All right. Well, I mean, it's some, it's something to consider. I just I didn't really know too much about those games, so I was gonna ask you since you would played it.
2: And I'm pretty sure there's like an actual like four v four multiplayer mode somewhere in there, and there's a survival mode too. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, it's definitely something worth looking into. But as far as like what games I've been playing, I've been playing Raid, uh, logging into that every day, making sure that I'm, I'm doing all my daily stuff on it. it. It's been really fun. Joe, you mentioned you mentioned a clan versus clan thing that I hadn't really looked into yet, but I, I had it pulled up here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was just looking through it while you all were talking about your games. It looks like I could actually get some pretty good uh, gear from this.
1: Yeah, are you actually in a clan or
0: yeah I joined a uh random clan whenever uh, we first started playing oh okay, yeah
1: yeah basically like if you like you get a bunch of gear for like whatever your clan does. like it gives really good rewards to like you going out and doing them, but it also requires a lot it has a lot to deal with your clan, so if your clan is trash, then you're gonna get very trash loot or barely get anything at all
0: uh I got pretty lucky with the clan that I'm in.
1: We're, we're actually in
0: one of the higher tiers uh, for like our category for clan rewards. What the hell? I think Jeez. They had it set to open and I just joined and I've been making sure that I log in every day and do my like daily check-ins to try to help out as much as I can and they haven't kicked me, so.
1: What the hell? What, what level is your clan? I'm curious. Uh, let's see. That's not that high. <laughs> it's only level two. The hell? What's your clan power? It should be underneath all like it should be like one, two, three, four, four down. Ten million? God dang. <laughs> is that is that high? The clan I'm in is level four and we're only at 7.3. Rip. Oh. Rip. I wonder why I joined the trash guild.
0: Yeah, there's some really strong guys on here. Like this one guy alone, I'm looking at uh, him, his player power is nine hundred and sixty-nine thousand. I think it's like a good point if you can hit a
1: million, because that's like crazy that means you have like so many people built. Yeah, I mean he's basically there. Yeah, my team's ass, actually. There's a dude that's sixty-three K. Why am
0: I still in this? The lowest one that I'm seeing is a hundred and twenty thousand.
1: I fuck, I hate I, Okay. Fuck me. Damn it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so uh that that's my main thing right now is doing raid and I'm looking forward to getting that because. That, that's my biggest weakness right now on there is I need to get some better gear for uh, my champions.
1: No, for real. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm gear dry right now. I don't have any stamina. Same. It's so hard to do anything. It tempts me every single time. Whenever I see that, like it's like a good deal that'll pop up in the shop. That's not that, that's actually pretty cheap, but it's for like energy. And I'm like, that's such a waste, but it's like, but I want it, but I don't get it. Right. <laughs> I really want it. Cause I need so. I like, I want to play the game but I don't have the energy to play the game. I don't have anything like no, you know, like right now I'm sitting up 14 energy. I can't do anything with that. I can do one thing. Yeah. That's just like one battle. Yeah. <laughs> I it's rough.
0: Yeah. Other than raid. I mean, obviously I, I mentioned I was playing a little bit of Diablo. I'm level, I think 22 on there or something like that, but I just started today. Well, I guess that's a lie. Not really today. Uh, Here lately, I've been mostly just playing like older games because that's really all I got time for. I I don't have time to devote to new games with me doing like all the editing and stuff. So I just hop into like some retro game that I've played a million times. That way I can play in what free time I have, but be able to just be like, oh, okay, I need to put it down right now. But I'm afraid if I get in a new game, then, you know, I'm just going to be like, oh, just a little bit more. (laughs) So I was playing Knights of the Old Republic. dear god yeah uh i just i don't know i was thinking about it um i had to wait until we could re-record the podcast so i didn't really have much i could do today uh up until this point so i I hopped on nights of the Old Republic. i deleted all of my old saves uh started a new one and may or may not have recorded me playing for three hours just because uh i would very much like to start putting out retro solo videos dear god that game
2: I was going to say, next will be Pac-Man. We'll see Brent main and Pac-Man videos. Be like, I actually want to know how far he can get.
0: No, I, I would not do Pac-Man. I still hold a grudge with that game because my mom talked about it on a, a different podcast. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I could never beat her high score, so I refuse to play Pac-Man at this point. Um, I love Galaga, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty decent at that.
2: Bro, Galaga was the shit. Yeah, it is pretty good. Fuck, I kind of want to play Galaga now.
0: (laughs) Actually, I was thinking, though, just as like a personal project of me doing like some retro games uh, and putting it out. And the next one was neither of those. The the next one after KOTOR was going to be Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And literally, it's just me having an excuse to play games that I really like that are old. So, yeah, don't at me. About right.
1: Surprise, surprise.
0: I will quit doing it if people don't watch it. But hopefully they do because I would like to keep playing old games that I like. Yep.
1: (laughs) I've only known you to like want to play old games. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I I know what I like. I stick with it. I guess so. Unfortunately. Thanks, man. I was
2: going to say, now it's going to turn into like all these games we talk about in the news. Three years later, Brent finally plays some of them.
1: Yeah,
0: that's the thing. You guys are gonna like have to keep up with putting uh videos and content out for the newer stuff, unless it's like a group game, and then obviously I'll join in. But as far as solo stuff goes, like give it another three or four years and I'll be like, Hey, y'all ever heard of like a game called Quarry? And it's like, Oh yeah, I tried to get you to play that. Hey.
1: <laughs> I remember to this day I still remember you buying new games, and then months later, I'd be, like, at your house, and, like, I'd be, like, we'd be looking through your game collection, and be like, what should we play? And I'd be like, Brent, why do you have this game that's still wrapped in, like, the plastic? She's like, oh, yeah, I was meaning <laughs> to play that. <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you how many times that happened. I, I think
0: my excuse every single time is I'd be like, yeah, I've been meaning to play it, but I just caught up in, like, another playthrough of, like, Elder Scrolls or something. God. It's wild Elder how much Scrolls. you played Elder,
1: Elder Scrolls. Well, the sad thing
0: is, it wasn't even Skyrim half the time. Uh, I would go back and play Oblivion more than I did Skyrim. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. I remember you playing
2: Oblivion more than uh, Skyrim. Bro, I can't talk. I, I literally don't even want to look at my Steam account. Because it's not all of the hours logged for uh, Fallout New Vegas for me. That's only a portion. Because I 100 of it on the 360. Right. And then I 100 percented everything on Steam and then I played modded Fallout New Vegas on Steam. I'm easily like a thousand hours, I think.
0: Well, Strange. whenever you mentioned Fallout, that is impressive. Uh, but I was going to say, whenever you mentioned Fallout New Vegas, I have a question for you, Ray, since you played that much of it. Yes. New Vegas or three? New
2: Vegas. Hmm.
0: OK. I, I respect either answer on that. I just... I feel like uh, it's really split. Like half the people you ask are going to pick one.
2: Yes. I will say I wish I had to mod it to be able to play New Vegas in the way I wanted to after I beat the game. That's where Fallout 3 had a huge leap over New Vegas. But I just love like the hardcore mode. Side note, I only played New Vegas in hardcore mode, by the way.
0: I also like that New Vegas actually had ADS.
2: Yes, I like that.
0: I think there's a mod for Fallout 3 that lets you aim down sights, but it's not there in the base game. (laughs) But yeah, I was just curious. And then also a question for you, Joe, because I mentioned Fallout 3 and it reminded me. Do you remember that time that I tried to get like an achievement a day for a year straight? And we were on our way home from a baseball game. And I was like on the phone with my dad trying to walk him through how to play Fallout
1: Yes, I remember that because it was like one of the longest baseball games we ever played. It, it just kept going back and forth. We were in like so many yeah. extra innings. It was like the 13th inning or something like that. It was crazy how long it was.
0: We definitely weren't going to make it home before midnight. So I, I just called him and was trying to walk him through how to play it to get me an achievement.
1: I remember I sat at that game and he was like, I swear to fucking God, if I miss this achievement because of this bullshit. He's like, we better at least fucking win. <laughs>
2: I know, right? I, I, think, I think we did. I was going to say, that's the real question. Did you guys win?
1: I'm, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, just for yeah, we did. We smacked them. Easy win. I mean, in all honesty, we
0: we won more than we lost. Like We, we were a pretty good team.
2: I was going to say, one joke, you can't have smacked them if you're 13 innings in.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we let them get caught up each time. We were playing with them. It was the
2: long play. We were just conserving our energy and letting
0: them wear themselves out. That way, finally, we could just go all out
1: yeah we just full sent it after that we were uh, hiding our power level
2: okay Kakarot
1: (laughs) surprised he even knew that he watches the little anime Uh,
2: it's like one
0: of
1: the only ones I do watch I
2: was gonna say I know he would get that just because that's the only anime he's really watched
1: that's not true he's watched your name
0: Oh, well, no, well, that's, well, yes, I love that, that but that's a movie. Uh, and I, I mean, I would, I would still count it. And Your Name is absolutely amazing. Highly recommend that to anyone who hasn't seen it. But I was also going to say that I really enjoyed Sword Art Online. Oh, Wannabe
2: yeah.
1: anime.
0: <laughs> nah, it gets a lot of hate from people whenever I say that, but I liked it.
2: No, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to bash on it, but it is good.
1: The first half of season one was.
2: It's like a good welcoming anime for most people. Now, I think the best welcoming anime for, like, massive anime, not like your classic big three, is uh, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer's getting
0: pretty popular. I'm starting to see it in places where I wouldn't expect anime to pop up, so...
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Demon Slayer's, like, very popular right now. I'm pretty sure at one point Demon Slayer outsold One Piece, which was the first time that had ever happened for a manga. So... It,
2: yeah, yeah. It broke the record for the most volumes sold, like of a specific thing, than One Piece, which is fucking hard to beat because damn near impossible. It, yeah, it's the first one, and since no, nah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna guesstimate about '97 because I think that's about when One Piece aired was about the same time Naruto started airing. Oh, 1997. Yeah.
0: You said, I'm going to guesstimate 97, and I was just sitting there thinking, and then you were like, when it aired, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, 97 what?
1: Also, what a number to guesstimate, <laughs>
2: 97. What, do I, do I really have to say 1997? If no. I say 97, and the first thought's 1897. There's more issues there than I thought. Oh, wait, I
1: fully checked out for that.
0: No, I got it once you said when it aired, but you like you started with the year and then said when it aired. So, before you said that, I was like, what does he mean, 97?
1: Oh, uh, okay, yeah, I didn't I didn't pick up on what he said after, like, what you were talking about, because I was like, what is he talking about, 97? I was like, it's definitely not episodes or volumes and stuff. I was so confused. So, that's what I was thinking
2: at first, too, yeah. No, it, it, oof, thousand-some volumes.
1: Yeah, that's what, like, whenever, whenever he said 97, that's why I was like, what a number to, like, just randomly guesstimate. <laughs> but, okay, the year makes more sense to guesstimate that. Yeah, yeah.
2: I know when Naruto came out, is in 97 on the airing. So I'd assume it probably sold manga years beforehand to let a little build-up happen.
0: Mm, I mean, that's typically how it goes, right?
2: Most of the time, yes.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's how it always is.
2: Naruto's known for feeler. Dragon Ball's known for feeler. One Piece is known for feeler. Only ones now that aren't known for feeler is all your new ones with yearly releases. I mean... That's how they cope with it, though, is you you get enough for a season, a year, and then you have another year till that timeline comes back up, like Rising of the Shield Hero, Demon Slayer.
1: Yo. Rising of the Shield Hero is a banger this season right now. I've been very much so enjoying that.
2: I've just been waiting for all of it to just get to where I'm at, the manga's.
1: Pretty good. I mean, if you guys One of them that I have, like... I. It was like it's getting like rated five star. Every single episode that comes out is Spy X Family. Oh my god, that show is so wholesome. Ten out of ten, so good. Oh gosh,
2: it's a wholesome show. I knew it. I knew it. Not
1: really. Slice Sl- of life. It's definitely not slice of life because it's like the girls like qu- like quote parents. One of them is an assassin. One of them is a uh, what's it called? A hitman or a spy? A spy. I was gonna say, Hitman
0: and Assassin is like pretty similar.
2: One takes a lot more money.
1: He's a he, he's a spy, and the other person is an assassin. So it's it's definitely not really a slice of life, but it's very wholesome and very funny. I'd highly recommend it to anyone. It's it's very good. Okay, last thing I'm gonna say about anime
0: is he was talking about Dragon Ball earlier. Dragon Ball is just a whole other beast. I mean, do you remember when? the Goku and Jiren fight was, like, about to be aired, and people were advertising for it. Like, it was a fucking, like, MMA match. Like, there were posters all around for them uh, saying, like, the date the the episode was gonna air and everything. And, like, they set up big screens for everyone to, like, come to theaters and watch it and everything.
2: Yes.
1: I saw a video of, like, a bunch... It was, like... I'm pretty sure it was in Mexico from, like, where it was, like... like, I think the caption said it was, like, getting ready for the... Dragon Ball Super uh, finale for Goku versus Jiren. It was like it was like hundreds of people just looking at this big screen, getting ready, like watching the episode countdown timer.
0: Well, and that's what I meant too by like marketing it like a fucking UFC fight. Like all throughout Mexico, there were posters that were Goku and
1: Jiren like facing each other, like literally how they do with the UFC fighters. I mean, that was. That was one of the most hypest moments I've ever watched. That was so hyped to like, because I watched it as soon as it came out. It was so good watching that, like, lead up to Goku versus Jiren.
2: I think my favorite laugh and one of the funniest moments in the entire arc of that super is fucking when Goku is in that, uh, Omen, whatever they want to call it.
1: Not Mastered Ultra Instinct. Yeah. Yeah, it's Alman.
2: is when he fucking does that, he looks up at uh I'm just gonna say it's spoiler alert of when he looks up at Kefla and she fucking fires that like double blaster attack, whatever it is, and he rides the Kamehameha oh, all yeah. the way up it and fucking like and in this moment she knew she fucked up. <laughs> Dude, that was that was such a good scene. That was one of my favorite just laugh.
1: You're making me want to re-download Dragon Ball Legends just so I can destroy kids with that move, but it's very dangerous for me to have that game. <laughs>
2: well,
1: we gotta change the subject.
2: Yeah, game news. Game news. Go straight to game news.
1: Yeah, speaking of right, game yeah, news, so- Mastered Ultra Instinct Goku came out in Dragon Ball Legends.
2: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Brent, take over. Cut him off. <laughs> okay. Okay. No.
0: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute Joe. All right. He's muted. You
2: can't talk. We can't have him go back down that rabbit hole.
0: Alright, you're back from you're back from Muteland. Do right. <laughs> you guys see my messages I sent? Is was in the chat. Can I get an app in chat? Let me in. I, I love that man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Man, I wonder if we can get Eric Andre on an episode of this. <laughs> yeah, that dude's hilarious. Oh yeah. Anyway, getting sidetracked. Uh we were talking about we were talking about gaming news. There were a lot of announcements made over the past week so i'm just gonna kind of barrel through this uh playstation had their state of play so who did who who had it uh playstation had state of play who oh i see what you're doing never mind (laughs) playstation who hello trash i will start this out by saying five of these uh, our Warhammer games, and that's what Ethan is going to be talking about. Uh, I'm going to be adding his audio in at the end of this. So I'm, I'm going to skip past that and say Dragon Age 4 was officially dubbed Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Uh, Solus, the uh, bald elf guy from Inquisition, is going to be reappearing as the antagonist with a rumored 2023 release date. It's also rumored. Uh, and I mean, basically all but confirmed at this point that he is the Dread Wolf himself, a deity of elven nature that is just kind of there to cause some chaos. Uh, Street Fighter 6 was targeting a 2023 release date, and it had a character leak with 22 characters. Horizon Call of the Mountain had some gameplay shown on PSVR 2. Also with PSVR 2 is No Man's Sky.
1: That actually seems like it could be pretty fun in VR, flying around space, not gonna lie. Oh, that sounds so much fun. Because, cause like, there's even on, like, No Man's Sky, there's even, like, animals and, like, other wildlife that's, like, on that planet. So I feel like that'd be super cool to, like, see in uh, VR.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I forgot that they updated it so much to where, like, you can actually explore the planets, too. Yeah, yeah
1: there's all kinds of Ooh. stuff you can do on it now. So I feel like in VR, that'd be, like, even more, like, somewhat, like, breathtaking, I guess, for, like, a VR. Right.
2: And uh didn't they release uh Resident Evil Village or announce that they're gonna be releasing Resident Evil Village on their VR systems?
0: Yes, they did. That was the next one I was gonna list. Good job. Uh it was uh Resident Evil Village is gonna be going to PSVR too, and it's gonna be adding dual wielding as well as other features, especially for VR.
2: I'd assume that the dual wielding is gonna work like Resident Evil 4s in some sense. Uh
0: possibly. I never played it. Joe, I think you said you did
1: right? Yeah, yeah, I've played through it. Dual welding's fun as shit. I actually had a lot of fun playing through 4
2: I'm not gonna lie, when I play it, I just get bored and I like flipping my pistol and my knife between hands and seeing how long I can, like, keep them juggling.
0: Can you actually just straight up drop them and then, like, have to pick them up? No, like,
2: it's it's like they they're on, like, uh, oh, shit, well, uh, what do we put our, like, badges on? Like, those... Like, the thing with the retractable lanyards, basically. I don't know
1: what they're called. Yeah, I I don't know what you're talking about, but I was going to say, like, a tether. It just tethers back to, like, your pocket to where you'd have to, uh, like, redraw it again. Because if you drop it, it doesn't land on the ground. It'll just, like, go to, like, your belt or whatever it's, like, attached to on your waist. Gotcha.
0: Also, I guess speaking of Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake was confirmed for March 24th, and they're promising... To preserve the essence of the original game, which I mean, that's that's big, especially with like how different two and three were. But I feel like remaking four, it was already like the -the over-the-shoulder style. So
2: see, I was gonna say I like that aspect of it. Instead of doing like what they had to do in two and three, and completely redevelop the game from the fixed camera angles to the third person. By the way, Resident Evil 2 remake, 10 out of 10. Resident Evil 3 remake, like, 4 out of 10. Oh, God. <laughs> Bro, I when, when I, I went back and I played the original RE3 Nemesis and then the remake, I done RE3 old school in, like, 7 hours. And that's, like, me trying to go as fast as I can. I got killed, like, two times and I actually had to reset. I see Resident Evil Remake of 3, I beat it, the fastest time I have was like an hour and 15 minutes, or an hour and 20 minutes. The game when I actually went through and got all the bobbleheads and all like the little side things, it took me 3 hours. It is, they, they trimmed so much. Ugh.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they definitely made it a lot easier, but I'm not going to lie to you. I had like a mental flashbang right there where you said you collected bobbleheads and it just made me think of Fallout again. Oh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) my bad. Like, all I can say on that is they basically turned it to where the nemesis follows you around. That's it. You don't fight him multiple times. He just fucking creeps you. He's like, boop, boop, boop. I'm coming. Well run.
0: I've seen a lot of videos of people like really easily uh, dodging him and stuff, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, In the old one, there's, like, four four or five, like, you could, but it took so much effort to avoid him. It was honestly easier just to kill him. Yeah. Well, quote and unquote, kill him.
0: Right. Uh, a couple more news things real quick. Unless, Joe, you wanted to say something
1: about the remake. I mean, uh, I'm just super excited. Resident Evil 4 is a classic, so... Yeah, I'm pretty
0: sure we all agreed it was our favorite.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Especially Ray. Fuck Banger hot take last week. Coming off of Ray's cold take.
2: (laughs) Alright, bite me. I honestly expected someone just to be like, oh man, I like the old school one. like, You know what? I'm proud of you. I like those two, but no. I got fucking like, like, I did not expect everyone just to go four is the best. I was hoping someone would at least disagree once. But no.
1: Got destroyed.
2: Yeah. I just hope they don't do it the injustice that they done three. Right. That's my primary worry.
0: I think it'll be a lot easier. like, Like how I was saying where it's already like the third person perspective and stuff. Really, it's just making the graphics look better. I mean, I feel like that's all that you really need to do for it.
2: Maybe. I bet they'll change the guns up a bit and maybe add in like dual wielding might be a thing they add in for it. Like, how Leon could do it in Resident Evil 6? Yeah. I feel like that was the only thing I did not get to do in it that I would have wanted to do. As a super secret service agent, basically, being a badass of badasses, I'm locked in with one pistol and that classic fucking stance aim.
0: What if they let you dual wield the
2: burst pistol?
1: You shut him down. Uh, Stunned Okay. Silence. Completely stunned.
2: <laughs> I was not even fucking thinking of that.
1: That'd be broken, honestly. Right, it was like, "There's a burst pistol."
2: I honestly forgot about it because I just used the Punisher just to shoot through the shields on him.
0: Fair enough. I'm pretty sure there there is a burst, right? I'm I'm not wrong, am I?
2: Uh, I think you're. I don't know if you get it immediately, or for if, if that's like one of the things you get either super late game. Or you unlock like the ability to get that version of it at the end.
0: I just I don't know. It's been a long time since I've played it. I just could have sworn that there was a burst pistol in four, oh. but I it could have been in mercenaries mode.
2: No, 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 you're right, you're right. It's uh I think it's the black tail, and you get you unlock it right after you meet a certain person in Resident Evil Four. A certain person in a red dress? Yes. Like <laughs> after you meet
1: her. Right. right I did not trying to drop spoilers for it. 10-year-old game.
2: <laughs> I respect it. Well, no, it's going to be remade, so I'm like, what if someone's oh, never played Resident Evil 4 and they're going to play the remake? I don't want to, like... Yeah, Ada Boy. I mean, Ada Boy. Ada <laughs> Boy. You know what? <laughs> but it's, it's the pistol you basically get after you meet her. At the very end of the game, you can turn it into, like, a shoulder three-round burst pistol, I think. Yeah, okay. Whoa. I Whoa. thought that's what it was.
1: She made it to the end of the game. Ah, fuck! Oh I'm gonna play the new one. I'm done. That is ruined. Thanks. Well, now that now that he ruined
0: that, moving on from Resident Evil news, <laughs> Final Fantasy 16, uh was announced with a summer 2023 release date. Uh, the protagonist is named Clive Rossfield. I only noted that because I just think it's funny uh, that the protagonist is named
1: Clive. <laughs> Actually, the, 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 that is a pretty funny name for. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're listening in your name,
0: Clive, I'm sorry, but <laughs> right, wait, let me clarify. I'm not sorry that that's your name. I'm sorry that I think it's funny. <laughs> There's, I'm digging a hole. I can't get myself out of it.
1: It's Next to get topic. Deeper, deeper. <laughs> Hail for
0: Clubs. Stray got uh, a release date July 19th. You play as an orange stray cat who is uh, going through a city full of robots and you have like a small little like floating robot companion looks super cute. My wife actually said that my PS5 is going to become her PS5
1: whenever it comes out. Nice. You know what that makes me it makes me think of like that game. It makes me think of like the World of Wally. Oh my god. I don't know why. Yeah. I just fully think of like the instead of Wally, it was a cat. <laughs> That's the main game. Well, I mean,
0: I don't think or at least in any of the trailers that they've shown, I don't think there's any people. Like, it's all robots.
1: Oh, okay. So it's not a bunch of obese people like in WALL-E, <laughs> the world? You don't know. Maybe they're, they're still up on the spaceship. <laughs> Maybe. Also,
0: I think this is the last PlayStation news. PlayStation Plus is getting different categories. There is Essential, which is essentially the same thing PlayStation Plus already is. But, um... <laughs> And then there's Extra and Deluxe or Premium, which are going to function the same as Game Pass does with Xbox. Um, so that's kind of neat. Uh, I don't remember the pricing on it. I just remember looking at it and being like, damn, that's really pricey. So that was that was it. They, they're probably going to have to adjust those, I, I would think, if they wanted to catch on.
1: It's probably because they lost all those exclusives trying to make some more money right. for it.
0: I think... That's it for
2: PlayStation announcements. I was to say just in general news. What about Pokemon?
0: Yes, um, uh, I will talk about Pokemon. One other thing, real quick, just to touch on Madden twenty three cover star is going to be uh
1: the man, John Madden himself.
2: Oh God, I just. <laughs> but nice.
1: yes, yeah. I, I just
2: wanted to throw that out there.
1: Oh, I was just say, remember how much I'd kick your ass at Madden games? That's wild, right? Hey, Hail remember Barry's how much you fucking days. cheated? Nah, yeah, I definitely nah, did not cheat. cheat. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Straight skill. Like are you putting away. codes? I Put codes did when not. I, wasn't looking. I, was, I was there with you, unless your Xbox had cheats on it. Uh, no, no. Well, then there we go. Caught in 4K. It,
0: uh, well, yeah, you, you guys caught it. I never fucking did, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Facts. I even caught his ball sometimes. No, more than sometimes.
2: All right. <laughs> We got to have a grudge match now.
0: Oh, I'll 100 percent have a grudge match. Nah, the new ones. at NFL
2: 23.
0: I'm I'm uh, a lot better at the newer ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't throw Hail Mary, so <laughs> they're very they're very inaccurate. They're still on there,
2: and they're not super inaccurate.
1: Was it inaccurate? <laughs> <laughs> damn! Got all kinds of words in that one. Ray,
0: you you were mentioning Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet, I think.
2: Yes, yes, I was. (laughs) Yeah, you want to you want to talk about it a little bit?
1: I'll let Joe do it. Okay. All right. I mean, you sure it's not the Scarlet? I'm sure
2: the accuracy of your information is way better.
1: But didn't you you got your information from me? I told you whenever it came out. Exactly. (laughs) I got it straight from the Pokemon site. Uh, so basically they released the artwork of um. The star, or I mean, everyone kind of already knew the starters, but the starters, the legendaries that's going to be on each cover, and I think like two just Pokemon that is just out in the wild. I'm not too for sure which one I'm wanting to go yet, because uh, we were all talking about it, we're all kind of wanting to make uh, a video on it, because this is going to be the first Pokemon that is going to have four player co-op with it. And I've always dreamed of a Pokemon game actually having good co-op, not... Um, that's going to be lit. Let's go Eevee and Pikachu, because that was, that was terrible. Yeah. Had, like, drop-in, drop-out. But the new one actually sounds very fun, and uh, before I pick my starter or say it, I kind of want to see what, the, what their evolutions turn out to be, because I have one in mind, which is the Fire-type Wacoco. If he ends up having a good evolution line, that's the one I'm going to go so, that's me, and I'm probably going to uh, end up getting uh, Pokemon Scarlet. I'm more drawn to that Legendary.
2: Actually, I don't care about either of the Legendaries. Do not mean anything to me. What I'm waiting on is, like, you know When they release these, they always do, like, my brain is going blank. No. What's new? I'll bite me. <laughs> it's like, it, like it how... Like, it's exclusive to that uh thing. Like, how you had Sandshrew in one of the alone oh. versions.
1: Oh, you're wanting to see the specific types that come out, because Scarlet's gonna have a set amount of Pokemon. It's usually like four Pokemon. Three to four Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's exclusive yeah. to that version.
2: Yes, that's what I want to see. Like, after seeing the Ice Fairy Ninetales, if if that's somehow on either of them, pff, going that way. Don't care.
0: That's fair. I think we talked about trying to split it two and two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't really mind which one I end up getting. So I figured Joe and Ray, uh, it probably would matter more to you guys, uh, especially based off of what you all just said. So uh, what, whatever I got to go with, I'm I'm fine with. However, my starter is going to be, his name's like Spaghetti-Do. Sprag- I, I don't even know how to say it. I, spaghetti. I named him, yeah. I named him spaghetti It's just like a green cat
2: predictions and 100% unconfirmed have no idea if it's true or not oh yeah we think they're going to go with the uh arceus subtypes or dual types through evolutions Mm, yeah
1: in case someone hasn't played arceus this came from a very credible uh leaker of the pokemon scene from what i had understood uh they said that he everything that they have uh, leaked has always been correct. So, more than likely, I'll start with uh, Quaxley, the water starter. Quaxley's final evolution is supposed to be a water fighting type. Fuecoco, the fire starter, is supposed to be fire ghost type. And uh, Spirigatito? Spirigatito is the grass type starter and he is supposed to be Grass Dark type, so that's how all of the starters in Pokemon Arceus uh, ended up. That's what their final evolution typing ended up being. So, I'm fine with that actually, because Typhlosion being turning into Fire Ghost type was amazing. He looks so cool as Fire Ghost type. Yeah, I'm also fine with the typing for Spaghettio. Yeah, Grass Dark is a. I like that. That's a pretty cool. I don't know how strong that typing is. Like, I, I'm not. I have uh, been out of the Pokemon scene for a little bit. I just got back into Arceus. It's just that I know some Pokemon uh, have like, I don't know if it's any of the starters. Like they all might have like good ones, but it's like, how does it go? You can get unlucky and then some of them will have double disadvantages to where it's like they can almost get one shot by like four different set of like advantages. You hate to see it. Yeah. So some of them get pretty like messed up but I am i don't I doubt that they would do that with the three faces of the new uh, region so I mean this might just be my personal opinion
0: I don't know how it works mechanically but I've always felt like the grass starter is like the weakest option
2: I would say sometimes that's true and sometimes it's false like the grass one in Pearl and Diamond he was your tanky boy mm, like okay. he was your toughest egg. one yeah, Turtwig turning into Torterra.
1: Turtwig actually a crowd favorite.
2: Yeah, and like uh, Bulbasaur turning into Venusaur, those was meant to be like higher defense, higher HP, with like one attack set up being high for them.
1: Right. Grass has been a lot of defense,
2: but they all got flipped around on Ruby and Sapphire when we had Sceptile introduced as the speedster as like a speedy special attack fighter and then Blaziken being like well, in my opinion, I always do Blaziken as like his fire fighting. Always try to get his uh physical stuff right like his normal attack higher.
1: Joe, you like
2: uh Satal, right?
1: Yeah. He's uh my favorite starter. That's what I thought. I love my boy Trico. 22 Because whenever you get his uh his shiny form looks like he's high and it's the best like septile whenever he's <laughs> shiny he gets like red eyes and looks like that man's wasted nice yeah it's super cool
0: speaking of shinies we're uh i think we talked about this last time but we're all going to be resetting until we get a, a shiny starter right
2: not me
1: I'll, i was the only one that came out and said it
0: yeah no it was a joke i i know you did
2: i don't have that much commitment
1: Oh, I've—I feel like it would eat me alive if I didn't like grind until my shinies. Now I'm not gonna try to do shiny starter, uh, shiny starter and best nature for it because that would be suicide mission. But oh man! I'm just hoping I get a decent nature. If I can just get like something decent, I'll take it. Is EV training still a thing?
2: Yes, it sort is sort of,
1: but it's not as uh, intense as like what it used to be because where you can get like. Uh, proteins and like uh, actual ingredients to EV train a lot easier. Like yeah. the last time that I really played uh, the
0: EV training, you had to like go in and do mini games. The Come hell? On. Yeah,
1: it was. I think that was Sapphire, maybe. Oh, Mega. That one
2: was Omega, I think.
1: Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. For the longest time, it was just whatever Pokemon you killed um, gave you an EV. So. Okay, mm. yeah, they must have changed that up then. Yeah, because it starts out with IVs. You can't change IVs because that's how the Pokemon starts out. And then EVs is what you can, like, grind for it. Uh, I'm going to
0: change the subject since we could probably talk about Pokemon forever, especially with how excited we are that this one's going to have co-op. And pretty much just say that, uh, that, that that's it for this. I, I think we're going to go ahead and put in Ethan's audio and then his hot take, which we'll, we'll all be a part of that as well. Um I was able to salvage that part of the recording. Bog.
2: Poor first recording. Yeah. And poor you. Shout out to Brent for being able to edit that app. Like, cook, like get the good parts out of it still.
0: Thanks. That was that was a rough time. <laughs> it was a uh, rough recording, much much less having to do that.
2: Oh, I know. I, I'm glad I'm not in your shoes.
0: Uh, you already mentioned it at one point, seeing it on subreddits and stuff, Ethan. Uh, would you care to talk about any of the Warhammer stuff? Cause I, none of us know anything about it really.
3: Well, the I have good news and bad news. The good news is I could probably talk for about two or three hours about Warhammer lore. The bad news is I can talk for about two or three hours about Warhammer lore. So <laughs> just, uh, I'll just mention that the, of the games that are coming out, uh, I only know a whole lot about, uh, about three of them, but, uh, as far as the announcements go, we got a uh, Warhammer 40k bolt gun, which is going to be a Doom inspired '90s style uh, first person shooter that'll be coming in spring of 2023, or I'm sorry, just coming in 2023. That's probably going to be pretty cool if you like OG style Doom gameplay, which I do, and it's just going to be Doom but with uh, Warhammer flavor. Warhammer 40k shoot as blood and teeth, 2D side scroller playing as orcs. So. If you don't know who the orcs are, those are the kind of the comedy kill everybody orcs. And they're probably the comedy relief funniest guys in the 40k universe. We got the Darktide four player co-op action. That's going to be kind of like Vermintide. If you guys have ever played Vermintide or know much about that, but um, it's kind of like a Left 4 Dead style. That's another Warhammer game, right? Yeah, that's Warhammer fantasy, whereas this will be 40k sci-fi stuff. But it's pretty much going to function as the the exact same game as from what I understand. But it's going to be in 40k setting. So I don't know much about Inquisitor, so I can't speak too much to that. But um, it'll be on Series X slash S and PS5 uh, later this year. If you want to know more about it, probably just look into it because I, I don't know much about Inquisitor. But um, Space Marine Two, Space Marine uh, Warhammer 40k Space Marine is kind of like the OG game that a lot of people come back to as far as video games as far as what they like it's just a pretty typical uh, shooter from 2011 but that's kind of a cult classic both in the warhammer community and outside of it so space marine 2 is pretty hype for a lot of people and uh we'll see if that ends up living up to that hype nice i think
0: uh i think that pretty much wraps up the warhammer announcements i was surprised to see so many of them
3: i am especially excited for uh, dark tide I, I have high hopes for that one
0: I don't know much about Warhammer, but the fact that it's four player co-op, I mean, we could possibly do some content in it. I I know Warhammer is extremely popular. So that is all for the Warhammer news. So now we are going to be going over to the hot take for this week. There is a brief moment where Joe's audio cuts out. I will have an announcement there as well, but then he pops back in
3: later. My hot take is that the best console for current gen, right now. So not older consoles, but for current consoles, is the Nintendo Switch. You yeah, guys got no reaction you know to I that at that kind of all? Well, I, I just wanted to see. I, I I didn't know if you guys had any initial thoughts on that. I mean, uh, I don't know. So the, let me let me defend my position here because I, I don't I don't know if you guys are like okay maybe but maybe not. I know you guys are crazy about Xbox and everything, but let me say this about Nintendo Switch. It has the most games that you cannot play on PC, and it has some really high quality Nintendo games, whether it be your Mario, whether it be your Legend of Zelda, whether it be your Shin Megami Tensei. uh, A lot of JRPGs are on the Switch. So a lot of things that you can't access via PC because they don't port those to Steam or they port them several years down the road. So that's that's the first point. Also Pokemon, Pokemon's on Switch and you can't get it on PC or any other console. So that's that's main point number one. Main point number two is I actually really enjoy the mobile aspect. So being able to, you know, if I wanna sit in bed and play on my Nintendo Switch or whatever, that's a whole lot easier to do than with most other consoles. And that's actually, pretty valuable to me personally. So I I think it's better than both Xbox or PlayStation. Plus, it's a little cheaper to start out with. It's it's a few, maybe a couple hundred dollars cheaper.
0: Yeah, it's two hundred dollars cheaper.
3: But I mean, what do you guys think? Someone else go first.
0: (laughs) So at this point in the recording, Joe's audio messed up and we weren't able to recover it. But he goes first, giving his reasoning for being against this week's hot take. The two main reasons were that Nintendo keeps their prices too high over time. They never really lower anything from the $60 price point where it begins. And his other main reason was that he plays mobile games pretty often and he just prefers playing on his phone rather than having to lug around a switch which is a lot bigger and at this point the phone has kind of caught up to it in terms of hardware i didn't think about joe playing mobile games a lot as being a counter to the switch but i guess it would be
2: you have that aspect
0: well i think to to be fair to what he was saying though for shin megami tensei is the version on mobile is like a standalone watered down version of like Maybe an older one or just like it it could be its own thing, but it doesn't get like the series releases that are on the Switch. Like you have multiple versions of it on there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But Ray,
2: you were going to say? I was going to say I can't even make an argument for that because in my mind, Nintendo Switch doesn't count as a console. Oh, my God. It's in the same aspect of a 3DS to me. It's only thing. Only reason I have mine is for Mario Party. Mario Kart, and Pokemon. That is literally the only reason I have mine, is for those games, and the releases of those games. I mean, yes, you can buy the adapter, hook it up, hook it up to your TV to play it, and be able to play it. That's the quote-unquote console ability of it, but it's just a amped-up thing for just mobile games, in my mind.
3: Okay. I will, I, I gotta say this before Brent gets his <laughs> response. I mean, if it has, if it has Skyrim on it, does that make it a console? Because I kind of think it might.
2: So my know. phone's a console. Hold up, stop. Skyrim, Blades, Elder Scrolls Five is on mobile.
0: Uh, Blades is not Skyrim.
2: Still from Elder Scrolls, still on the same thing. Mm? He said Skyrim. Skyrim is Elder Scrolls.
0: Yeah, but Elder Scrolls is not Skyrim. It, it's it it doesn't go back that other way. It's like. Yes, Skyrim is an Elder Scrolls game, but if you say specifically doesn't have Skyrim, you can't
2: just count any Elder Scrolls. I mean, they're all the same at this point. Yeah, if they was a port and they actually wanted to do it, hold on, shout out to Bethesda Marketing. You should definitely do that. Oh, no. (laughs) Every phone is available and able to run Skyrim, at least in the shittiest texture qualities possible.
3: Just
0: have a lower render distance.
3: Yes, good God. The last great frontier for Skyrim. The one thing it hasn't been ported to.
0: Yet. The one thing it hasn't been ported to
3: yet.
2: We'll get that before we get Elder Scrolls Six.
0: <laughs> I have a personal and an objective stance to take on your hot take. My personal stance is that you're wrong and that it's Xbox. Just because I love what Xbox does with Game Pass, they're buying up a lot of, uh, a lot of companies, which I know some people Don't necessarily support, but that does mean that they're going to be able to make a lot of, you know, some deals moving forward, get a lot of games on the Xbox that weren't previously available. I mean, hell, in the past year alone, they've partnered with a lot of Japanese companies to get uh, JRPGs on the Xbox that were previously just PlayStation exclusives. So like that's that's a pretty big win for them. But I would have to say objectively, you might be right on that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, it was hard for me to say. I, I recognize the value of a Switch. I mean, especially I take mine to work with me like every day. And granted, sometimes I'm sitting in the break room and people won't leave me the fuck alone, so I can't pull it out and play it. But I would like to. And uh, like you said, there are a lot of games that come to Nintendo that you can't find elsewhere, whereas Xbox or PlayStation exclusives do come to PC as well. But like, if you want to play Mario or Zelda or Pokemon, you gotta get a, a, a Nintendo system. I will admit that one thing Nintendo's also, or not also, uh, one thing Nintendo has always been really bad about is what Joe said: they never lower their prices for anything. If anything, the older it gets, the price just goes up. So I, I will say that that's a drawback. Yeah, so I, I'll say that that's a drawback. Nintendo needs to get. I guess caught up with uh, Microsoft and Sony in the sense of how they market and price stuff. Well, I guess marketing is not really the bad thing. I, they have good ads and stuff.
2: I was going to chime in on that point for uh, Brent was. I, I I was trying
0: to wait for Joe to get back. I'm not 100% sure. if I'm back. Oh, okay.
2: Give me a last sentence so I can remember what I was going to say because I fucking forget everything.
0: Uh the last thing that I said was just that Nintendo needs to get better with um
2: pricing and stuff like that. All right, got it. They won't be able to do that due to one major factor. And you mentioned it when Xbox. Xboxes is, Microsoft is buying everything. And unless they start making ports for Switch, they don't have the surplus of good AAA titled games. Available on their doormat. Constantly. So that's why they'll never be able to change the pricing scenarios. It drops at 60. It stays at 60. No ifs, fans, or buts.
0: I guess that's fair. I mean they do have like. A pretty big three. In terms of exclusives. With Pokemon, Mario, and Zelda. But. It takes quite some time. To put out a game in one of those series.
2: Yeah I was going to say. Look we've got. Uh, we get a new Pokemon, like, every year in November or every two years in November. When was the last Zelda before, like, the time difference between Breath of the Wild and the last one? Uh,
0: Breath of the Wild, I would say, was was the last one. Uh, any Zelda after that has been, like, a remake until Breath of the Wild 2 comes out.
2: No, no, no. What I was meaning was Breath of the Wild, like, the last one before Breath of the Wild.
0: Oh, I yeah, I don't know. It was a while.
2: So, like, you're looking at huge time gaps on those. Versus Xbox, ah, we can do a sale on these games. Why we're throwing out a Call of Duty again, boys? Shit, we got we know that sixty, seventy bucks a pop. Three million people buying it easy. Three hundred million people buying it.
0: Yeah, I mean, with them owning Activision, especially.
2: Yeah they they have got that's why Sony and uh Microsoft can give sales on games like that. They can afford the price cut. After so many years, because it's not like they permanently go down in price. Shit, Black Ops 3, I guarantee if we go to the store, it's probably still 60 bucks. Catch it on sale,
0: $5. Oh, yeah, it goes on sale for like
1: nothing.
3: Yeah. Yeah, of course, Nintendo doesn't have as many games to come out because, you know, they put so much more effort and quality toward their games that they can't pump out a Call of Duty every, every year since, you know, their games aren't quite as shitty as Call of Duty games. But, uh, you
2: know. I was just giving that as a case and point of that. But yeah, there's plenty of shitty Nintendo games that come out, but they're also a lot cheaper. I will say those are like those indie games that we get on Nintendo. But
0: yeah, that, that was going to be my exact point as well. A lot of the shitty Nintendo exclusives are like the little indie ones. But typically, like I said, the big three, like a lot of love goes into those games.
3: Yeah, I think Nintendo has the most polished games of all of them in terms of they have the tightest controls, for example. And the least amount of glitches.
0: Yeah, I will give you the least amount of glitches. Yeah, I could see that.
2: I don't know, they released Skyrim on there. <laughs> that's, that's, that just
0: takes anything it comes out <laughs> on down with it.
2: Wait, like, we gotta say, it got ported, it, it's fucked all three of those abilities up. No one gets a good game slate because of the glitchiness of the game.
0: It used to be that people were afraid to get like a virus or something on their computer, but now the virus is just Skyrim. They're like, ah, oh, fuck, how'd this get installed? <laughs>
3: It's going to be like that U2 album on iPhones. Oh, my God. Maybe I should uh, wrap up my defense if we're ready. Yeah, that's what what I was going to say. You
0: were getting ready to say you had more to your defense.
3: Well, I don't know that I have more, but just just to respond to what a lot of you guys said. Yeah, uh, I do agree. Nintendo probably has the worst pricing of games. So, uh, you know, that is tough when you look at, you know, Breath of the Wild that came out years ago and it's still sixty dollars or whatever it was it's like oof that that hurts so that's that's hard to say you know a thumbs up to but at the same time i think that nintendo games hold up the longest they have the longest replayability they're so polished that if breath of the wild came out today for example just as an example i would still say oh wow that's a really good game it doesn't feel like a game that came out in 2019 or whatever it came out in it feels like a game that could come out today and just be still considered really polished, really good. And I think the same goes for most of the Nintendo-backed games, kind of their big titles. And I just don't think that you can compare mobile games on the phone to the mobile games available on the Switch because those feel like real console games with fully developed controls, fully developed content, and not your typical pay-to-win uh clicking simulators that you get
1: on a lot of mobile games see though, i don't think you understand how mobile games actually play
3: i mean i do i've played them i just don't think that they're very good
1: yeah but you just called them a like a clicker auto games which is yeah i feel like most of days now like you could play a lot of games that are out on consoles or even on pc i mean it's according to what kind of game it is of course like nothing too crazy but i mean it's it's crazy that you can play that on the phone. I mean, like
3: Genshin, yeah, like Genshin's pretty rad, but like.
1: Well, yeah, I mean that's what like a lot of games. A lot of the bad yeah, ones that's is the fair. one that
3: leaves. I'll give you that.
1: Okay, yeah, that's what I just. I don't know. I feel like a lot of it. You, you can. I mean, it's just hit and miss because you can compare it to the. You can compare Switch to mobile games, but then it also has its like huge hitter of li- like games that are very well made. Like I'll give it that. Like has like very well made games. Um, I don't know i'm uh i'm iffy with it i'm like i'm torn
3: i I will say it's not necessarily as convenient to carry around a switch as it is just to carry on my phone so i'll give give you that yeah that's
1: what that's what i don't know i mean you made some good points to it and brent did as well and then ray i'm actually kind of torn with it because i mean there were some good points that were made in it
0: yeah i feel like both sides actually had some good points
1: it's just i feel like the cost thing
3: but, yeah, that, that's my hot take. I'm standing by it. Switch is the best console. Oh, wait. B-
2: before, one more thing on the defense. How much is a Switch as of right now?
0: Probably still 300
2: Okay. How much is an Xbox Series S, and how much is PS4 Digital Edition?
0: 400 each, but I would not recommend anyone buy a Series S. If you're going to buy an Xbox,
2: go for the X. True. No, Series S is 300 Brent. Oh, is it three hundred? Yeah, it's three
0: hundred, but still equally as irrelevant. I I still would not recommend buying it.
2: uh, Some people, that's what they have to afford.
0: I mean, yeah, I obviously, you know, if that's all you can afford, by all means, and you and you want a system, go for it. But just in terms of like, uh, getting the full experience out of a game, you want to go for the X because as of right now, all these like AAA games that are trying to be made for next gen systems are being held back by the s
1: yeah we're seeing a comparison of a um it was like a new gen i can't remember what call of duty this was but it was like a new gen it was the new gen xbox that was out and it was comparing it to the old like the gen right before that that was like holding back the series and it like in the new one they had like fully like like, detailed, like, armored trucks and stuff, but then in the old one, like, for the old consoles, it was literally just a box truck, and that was it. Like, it was not a military vehicle at all. Fuck,
2: was that... Don't tell me that was the series... Was that one when the series... Like, not the Series X, but what was the Xbox One X when it dropped? It dropped with, uh, which Call of Duty?
1: I think it was just, uh... It was, um, they were comparing the regular Xbox, the new Xbox One to the 360. Was that
2: one it? Yeah. But I remember it being Newtown. I think it was either Black Ops 1 or 2. And I remember Newtown vividly having, like, what you said, the fucking, like, you could tell one was a school bus by very vividly, and the other one you just knew because it had the fucking red stop sign and yellow paint splattered on it. Yeah.
0: You hate to see it. I I was just going to say that I didn't want to get started on complaining about the Series S because that's just a whole other thing for me. I was just going to say that because I just thought it was funny.
3: Fair enough. Yep.
0: Yeah. I think that's it. The hot take landed on like a two and two. Uh, I supported Ethan. Joe and Ray were against it. That was probably one of the more divisive hot takes that we've had, especially following Ray's where everyone just agreed. But yeah, this was kind of a news heavy week where PlayStation had state of play. And just a fair warning, next week is probably going to be news heavy as well, uh, just because that is when Summer Game Fest and all that is going to be taking place. So we'll we'll have a lot to talk about then, I would imagine. Can't wait. One last time. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Please check out our link, audibletrial.com slash zero talent. You get a 30 day free trial, a free credit to if you have Amazon Prime and full access to podcasts and any Audible originals to listen to in that month. Uh, feel free to check out our recommendations, Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman, Legend by Mary Lou, or I guess both of Joes you don't need credits for, but Impact Winter and Blackout. TTFN. Goodbye.
2: Deuces.
0: Thank you all for listening. This is the end of our episode. I'd just like to do some quick plugs before you all leave. You can find all of our content on our website, zerotalent.net, where you also have the ability to make an account and interact with us or other fans in the forums. Or if you prefer watching on YouTube, you can find our channel there by searching Zero Talent, filtering by channel, and then looking for the broken crown you all know and love. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com/slash talent Productions, where we have various subscription tiers for you to unlock something extra with each one. You can follow us on Twitter at ZeroTalentProd. That is at ZeroTalentP-R-O-D. Thank you all again for listening. Ta-ta for now.
2: That was the Zero Talent Podcast.